What is up, everybody? Welcome to the end of the year wrap up for Jammers in the Rough. I am super excited to be here. As always, we have our co-host, the absolute worst, Cody Waldron. We have Josh, absolute garbage winter. We have Cody, <laughs> CH, Cody, Colin, CH Sports, um, Hayden, and of course, the man, the myth, the legend, your favorite, Paige Potato here. What is up? How y'all doing? Doing pretty good. You know, technical difficulties are always super annoying, right, when we're going live, but... Especially it's like 59 and you're just like... All right, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, but but when you came in, you could tell that I was not there. I'm like over there, like in the house, like working on it. Yeah, but you have um, like that. What is it called? Like the thousand yard stare. That's kind of just you and this normally. You're always just not there in the eyes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone joining us, um, we are going to have giveaways throughout the episode. So those early, I have a theme to my giveaway, and if you can guess that theme. Um, you'll win this team stamp. So with that, Colin, how have you been? I feel like we haven't had you on for a few months now, and your end of the season kind of ended on a high trajectory. How are you feeling? Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm happy to be in the offseason for sure. Uh, body's aching and keeping up every day. I'm getting older every day. Uh, so I'm kind of just – Happy to be relaxing right now. As you can tell from the beard, I'm kind of in hibernation mode at the moment. Uh, <laughs> That's like you're going um, Portland. This, right? Your beanie on, your, you know, brown, earth-toned sweater, <laughs> and your beard. You're young times, Paige. Got to get with the times. <laughs> well, cool. I'm super excited. I mean, for those of you that don't know, we kind of partnered with CH Sports this year, and or towards the tail end of the year, and trying to kind of keep us pushing together uh, synonymously. And it's been a huge boon for us. So Colin, I did want to kind of thank you uh, for uh, sharing your channel with us. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Thank you, Colin. Most people don't yeah, know. I'm, I'm down for I'm down for growing any, any avenue we can grow disc golf in the Northwest is, is what I'm into. So definitely Northwest, to... Cody! No, no one cares. Ooh. Colin's liking those tips. That's all I'm going to say. He's liking that tip money we're bringing in. Colin, where are you at? No, Colton. Colton, tip it. Look at this. They're already trying to guess the theme of my giveaway disc. And I, I'm going to give them all away. No, you're not. And then you can you can have the theme. Um, so we're going to get started. Our goal today is to go over our kind of favorite wrap-up of the year. So some of these could be things that have already been done. I know OTB released their awards. So it could be like, oh, player of the year, uh, Calvin Heinberg, whatever. But we're going to try to give our perspective, our spin. Some of them might have local thoughts, uh, storylines that we'll try our best to add context to. Some of them could match the, the the Pro Tour, right? Like I think for FPO player of the year, we don't even have it on our list because Kristen Tatar is just by far the most impressive person out there. And to be honest, probably um, one of the most dominant seasons in disc golf ever. Um, Who won the so, fantasy league? Oh, we're not doing that shit. That's that stuff was uh, voided. <laughs> oh no, you're you got a Franklin disc coming your way, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Did I win? Who won, Josh? Do you have that? No. I, well, so the last count before switching computers, uh, Cody had it by a lot. 
Yeah, but that's like, I mean, when did you switch computers after like March? So like the whole no. rest of the season, it's just voided. Like I said, we'll get better. <laughs> year. We have no official champion because it's still in void. So yeah, Cody is the unofficial champion though because it wasn't. There's only like a four. No, we're not doing unofficial champion. Left. You never All know right. what's gonna like happen on those last. It's you know sometimes you think uh, Paul McBeth won worlds and then Conrad throws in and he's a world champion. So. You just never know with this golf. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to cue us up to our favorite new mold. So the stipulations between this, it has to be released in the year of 2023. It can't be 2022, and it can't be due to release. It has to be released to the public. So what's everyone's pick? Oh, new mold. Uh, yeah, mine. You guys need some time to prepare Absolutely, Colin. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. I need to see release dates on this. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start with one from my sponsor. Uh, they, so I'm sponsored by Gateway. Uh, and one of the big things that Gateway has always kind of struggled to put out on the market is a good, reliable 12-speed driver. And this year we came out with two. Uh, the first one being the Ether, which is my uh, 2023 disc of the year. Um, I think for a lot of people, the, a lot of people think they need a destroyer in the bag or a destroyer like disc in the bag. Um, I say find something that is neutral for your arm speed. And for me, I throw 400 feet and the ether is perfectly dead straight up to that number. And then if you throw over that number, it starts becoming a little bit more of a flippy distance driver. So for a lot of different skill levels, a lot of different people, lower arm speeds will, will be that kind of more overstable destroyer type disc. And then for somebody of my skill level and above, it'll be a little bit more of a workable distance driver. But uh, for Gateway coming into this year, not having any 12-speed drivers really in their lineup, it's uh, it's nice to have kind of two reliable options in that, in that slot now. So I do want to... Show some love to Corby, who completely just missed the the mark on and doesn't listen. Because clearly, Corby, I said, has to be released this year. The bear, everyone knows, was released last year. So, Corby, Ooh. you're completely wrong. Also, for the same exact reasons, the J, you guys are wrong. Um, these were, came out last year towards the tail end of the year. So, I'm just, you know, I love you guys. I love your fans. But there's a reason you listen to us. Because we keep track of these things. But like Colin was saying, <laughs> I think the Ether is a really great disc. Um, I think I really loved your 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 point about um, not everybody needs a destroyer. Um, sometimes your arm speeds are a little bit slower. Like Colin, he, he's being humble with his 400. He throws 420. Um, and I think the Ether gets him there. Whereas he was throwing 420 with like Halo Wraiths beforehand. Um so I will say, along the same lines, while these two knuckleheads are thinking, um, I got mine. Mine are very similar to Colin's reason. This manufacturer has struggled with their distance driver slot and continue uh, throughout up until this year to struggle with it. And towards the tail end of the year, uh, Gateway released the Realm. So I like the Realm better than the Ether personally. Um, it kind of flies like a beaten wraith with that little bit of extra push. So I kind of took out all of my Halo rates that I've been bagging all year and slotted in the realm and this easy distance um, for just switching out the discs. 
I like the NXT plastic. It's probably my favorite um, with it. Those other plastics you can kind of forget about. The metal flaky one is just a hog. And then the one with Colin's face on it is a little bit beefier. So those NXT plastics are just, for me, is the, the disc of the year because um, for people that tune in, I struggle with my distance drivers. And so it's not, uh, it might be a coincidence that Gateway struggled as long as I've struggled with my distance driver. They released one out, got it figured out, and my distance driver game got figured out. So I think that's just too coincidental. I think this is also the first year in the last two or three years now, this is our third time doing it, that a mid-range didn't make uh, my disc of the year. That is true. That is true. I'm going to go Rolo, baby. Hey, no, is... you can't take the Rolo. Yeah. So I have just started playing with it, but my buddy bought like a pack of seven, and he brought them out, and we played a one-disc round of nothing but glow Rolos. And, dude, it is fun. It is. Rolos are a lot of fun. They are some fun disc to throw forehand, backhand. They will teach you some touch if you need it. Rolo, nah. I don't agree with that. I think that's the more like novel. That's like the glitch last year. It's kind of the novelty disc of the year. Um, I like how Paige asked what our disc of the year. I'm just, you know, I, I get like, it. Hey, I'm just giving a different perspective. You always give a different perspective. Josh, <laughs> agree with you, me here. You know, oh, like all the time. I like, the Rollo is fun. Rollo is fun. I like the Rollo. It's for people with touch, Page. So I bag the Rollo. It's my, it's my 400 foot dead straight roller disc. Oh. So I bag you it. Bag I'm, not, I'm not saying it's a bad disc. I just don't think it's the disc of the year. Mm. What other disc is out there? I was going to say the realm. There, I just, I literally just said the realm. So Paul, I literally just said disc? the ether. Somebody just and chimed I said the in. Rolo. I'm just, you asked what disc there was. You can't just I was ask gonna a say question bear. that I don't For like me, to answer. I thought the bear came out this year. That's all I'm saying. The bear came out last year. Yeah. Because I went so on I a big latitude Rolo. push last year and was bagging the bear unironically with the VIP ice. Hmm. I will give Drunk. some love for Bob right here. I did throw the mint, the lasso. Surprised me. And sorry, Colin, we could get blocking you. We got to do this. Bye. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to work this stuff, guys. The lasso is a good disc. That surprised me. Kind of zone like mold. Oh, Berg X. Is that the Berg X? Is the Berg X is? was on there but it's not the disc of the year i don't know what i would choose for the disc of the year yeah honestly I mean, you act like you haven't had these questions for two weeks and haven't had time to research and make an opinion for yourself well i had an opinion then i realized that it wasn't released this year i'm like oh shit what was your uh, opinion was it construct uh no <laughs> that was mine that was leaning then i forgot there was some runs last year um well, okay bear, uh I'm gonna do like a side one because like I don't think this is the disc of the year per se, but it's a really disc good disc for me, and it's kind of like a check back in with it. Is the when uh, Dismania re-released that D line FD? So I was skeptical on it, and for like the way I use it. it, I said I hate the feel of it, and so I went out and finally started playing with it and using it for my shots, which is just straight tomahawk shots. And it actually does really well. I was very surprised. Um, so, you know, for me, that was a disc of the year um, because it uh, it gave me backups for super cheap instead of trying to find any of a molded D-line FDs. So it's my disc before, of the year. So like, that's kind of like a cheat code, right? Like if we're doing um, like independent no, runs no. and plastics, mm -hmm. then like 
I would argue yeah. that the construct, the Maria Oliva construct, had been was my disc of the year, even though the oh, construct was the last. Year. We're talking no. new mold. No, it's a solid point. You're a solid point. You know what? No, Josh, don't cave to him. Don't you no, do it? It's a solid point. Want. They solid want mold. They don't care about the plastic right now. That's oh true. my gosh! Somebody earlier that was talking about the MD5. That was a new mold. All right, so mine would be the heavy metal uh, from Remit, Remix Disc Golf. He uh, made that up. No, not at all. What like is it? Tell know, me. They're they're a newer, newer distributor manufacturer. He's Scott, reading off the Scott screen. Scott Look at his eyeballs. <laughs> Look at him. He's like, it is a new distributor. It has depth. I got nothing. I'm a piece of shit. I get it. Yeah, just I mean. Prepare next time. We got a whole list of questions, and Josh is, well, I don't know. That was a good question. I wonder what my favorite mold would be. Well, I'll get you next year, guys. I'll get you next year. Dude, I'm sorry. I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like there was any, like, molds that would, like, fall in the category of mold of the year. I mean, like, time lapse came out. Released. That was people's, I think. Time lapse is garbage. Sucked. I agree. The, the Coalesce came out this year. Yeah. No, it I mean, didn't. Yeah, it did. Did it get released this year? It got Look released up, this year. Fight him. That's a good disc. That's a really good disc. Reverse Now, this is why everybody, this is why you guys listen. Exactly. <laughs> See? This is what we do with every time. I was like, you know, I'm pushing that, that boundary, right? <laughs> if you choose a disc, you got to have some legit reasons to back that up. The Ether, Colin had a whole list. Like, I'm not going to argue that. Like, like he throws 400 feet and now he can throw 430. That is a disc that's going to make his bag and take out a slot and make his sponsor happy. I get that. The one I said is literally in your bag. Uh huh. You just said, yeah, it's a good disc. It's in my bag. Like, wh what else do you want? It's a good disc. I'm not saying it's a bad disc. I'm just saying I don't think it's disc of the year. But can you ask hmm. what our disc of the year was? We got a special that's what guest. Yeah, that's what I heard. For, for no, us. He just, he just wants to fucking. Just yell at us. Our favorite new mold. It's oh, in the private chat. Oh, crap. Wait, so we got special surprise guest, Manny, Mr. Soul Crusher himself oh. here. Trujillo. Um, what is <laughs> up? Get it right. What's up, guys? How you doing? Oh, we're What's doing up, great. Man? Hey, Paige, nice attempt on bidding on anything I put up the past few days. You were close every time. Uh, it was just like... Capped out with Christmas, I was like, I have this is my number. This is my number. And I was just like, it kept getting, kept exceeding. I tried. 150. <laughs> Sorry. It lasted like two minutes. Totally yeah. combined on all like three bits. <laughs> Terrible. So, Betty, we're talking about favorite new mold of the year. <laughs> the That's not what, it's not favorite new mold of the year. Don't, don't fall for it. Manny, he'll tear you apart. It's, it's literally our favorite new mold. You can see it in chat. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we say that, and you're like, no. Only a page thinks it's the best mold, though. Right? He'll tear you apart. <laughs> I'm just trying to create a conversation, guys. I don't know why you guys D -line get D-line FD. D-line FD. Manny could be coming out with his own disc, and Paige is like, that disc sucks. No, not too no. bad. It had the baddest or the coolest art. You're um, still trying I, to suck up. I, I have no <laughs> discs coming out. Sorry, that will I will never do that. Never say never. <laughs> never say never. God, there's so much stuff out there. It's just like, what what are you doing? How can I mean? It blows me away how many new manufacturers we have with repeatable molds out there. It's just, it's kind of crazy. 
No, I agree. Yeah. I think um, that is. I was talking about like some of it where there's like, you know, you get to a manufacturer and they're selling the molds to three or four manufacturers, um, some small ones, some a little bit bigger, and it's wild to see. I mean, just I mean, yeah, it's too many, too many to choose from these days. Yeah, and it's just like I, I haven't thrown. I randomly throw new discs when someone gives me some or someone that I play with says, Hey, I have this, throw it because I mean I I I my background board. I mean I just have discs all over. I, there's no reason for me to buy a new disc. So I'm not gonna go out and buy a new disc just to try it. So I'm useless in this conversation unless someone <laughs> unless someone is just like, Hey, you gotta try throwing this, you know, like everyone all my buddies are all like the glitch i threw it once i was like yeah it's fine you know it's not going to change my game you know so it's uh i'm i'm sorry i have nothing to contribute to the new mold conversation but i'll just say it's all the same mold somebody's got to do something radical like the tilt and then it gets its right. for a few weeks and they're like yeah this is horrible for an actual round <laughs> You know, but it's it's got to be something, you know, it's got to be something different and new. I mean, what is the time lapse? What what is, what is that in other manufacturers? I don't know. A I destroyer. Yeah, that's destroyer. what I figured. You know, With like no glide. So like the time lapse I didn't like because it has like zero glide. It just yeah. falls out of the air. It's like a 12-speed Berg. Yeah. So, you know, I, I know nothing about it because I have no reason to throw it. Um, but. Yeah, it's just like every new mold that comes out, everyone's like, ah, it's just like that. And then someone will, then Paige will come and say, it's not just like that, it's like this. <laughs> <laughs> so correct. You got his voice down perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maddie, thank you for stopping by. We'll get back to <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, what's our next question? What's our favorite bold move of the year? Is it our favorite or your favorite? It's our tell us favorite. I'm just trying to create a conversation. This is hey, a... The year hasn't ended yet, man. I'm still waiting. There's not as many new signings as there was like last year. Last year, it was just like new signing, new signing, you know, leaving mm -hmm. this. I haven't seen it as much of that this year. No, I think January is kind of like December is kind of the cutoff for a lot of those. Like I know I have a yeah. few friends that like, oh, December, my contract expires then January is when I can sign. So I think yeah. there's definitely going to be some big signings coming here like soon. Like Chris Clemens today, done with Trilogy? Mm. Oh, I missed Ooh. that. Yeah. Chris Clemens yeah. is no longer going to be with Dynamic today. today. Wow. I didn't see yeah. that one coming. Yeah, that was that's surprising. A big one. MVP is my guess. MVP? Yeah, that's my guess. Everyone's going to MVP. Um, Eagles already signed. Don't do that to me, man. <laughs> Manny's working on a new stamp right now. I can confirm. I can confirm nor deny. Oh! Um, no, bold move of the year. I'll give you my bold new move of the year. Nico buying property to put up his own course. That is an absolute bold move. Was that... Is that him going into retirement to run a course and just kind of, you know, just be the old man playing disc golf, talking about, hey, I remember when I skipped it off the grass or skipped it off the fall in the parking lot, hit the basket. That was me. 
Five dollars, please. Five dollars to play. He's gonna make his own like TD and be like, you can putt for two minutes. Anything goes. Yeah, it's it'll be the longest disc round ever. You got a tea time at 7 a.m. and can't finish before dusk. He's getting lights installed on the course. That'd be kind of cool, actually. That would be way cool. I would so go play there if there were lights. Yeah. I think in San Diego, there's an old nine-hole ball golf course that they use for a disc golf course that has lights. You can search it on UDIS. There are a couple different mm -hmm. um, disc golf courses that are lit up at night. I want to go do that. Yeah, that would that would be cool. Like during the summer, play night golf without playing glow. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. Way too cold here in Oregon to do that right now. But... Yeah, it's also dark at like four thirty right now, and it's exactly kind of yeah. bumming me out. Bumming me out. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Colin? Bold move of the year. Uh, yeah. So for me, I think really all of Team Lone Star coming together. I think was my big bold move of the year. Uh, just brand new company, shelling out a bunch of money, spending big pros. And uh, depending on who you ask, I, I would say it worked out for them. Uh, it's really hard to win on the Pro Tour these days. And they had a Pro Tour winner this year with Emerson Keith. And so I feel like not only was it a bold move, starting something so new and throwing so much money out and uh, signing so many pros, but also, you know, securing a, a Pro Tour win this year kind of helps solidify why that risk was worth it don't they like, have some like massive financial backing like i mean isn't it like an oil yeah it's oil company? they used to make parts for like oil uh oil fields or something and they were like well we make plastic parts and rubber parts let's just make disc and they did yeah. during covid yeah well i think that's where all the big names are going to start signing if, if they're going to start throwing oil money at them because you know oil <laughs> money is just huge compared to disc golf money you know to them it's just like yeah it's a write-off you know they're going to be throwing Aren't they out a, having a lot of like trouble lately i feel like within the last week they have like uh look leaving. leaving you had Chandler uh, kramer leaving oh really yeah, yeah they so said, like, like some came out today they were saying that there's some like shady stuff going on behind the scenes oh wow i've been so busy the past couple months with a couple big projects that i haven't had time to lift my head up and check out any new disc golf news if it's not on my facebook feed i i don't know what's going on yeah no i mean and that's where i was going to say with the bold move like big bold signings early on the year and then big bold let goes with now bold signings like they signed connor o'reilly um carter aarons or aarons i can't ever say his last Who, name lone star did yeah they signed uh, connor o'reilly oh yep like so that just like last week or something yeah they're continuing to make big moves uh lay it to cindy genie double down and they're they signed on for another year so it's kind of interesting to seeing like who they're letting go and who they're keeping so definitely a great pick there colin cody I mean, the big thing for me for the year would have to be Simon the MVP. I mean, I know that's well. Why did you just take it from Facebook user? Oh yeah, because yeah. that wasn't one of the biggest moves of the year. Hey, he's he's got like a second Facebook account. He's like, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna hit enter yeah, right as I start me. saying it. <laughs> You're just gonna see someone say like, Cody is right. See, I mean, guys, what did I tell you? Um, Where's my comment? Just, Where can I start talking about Paige being the fifth best person on well, this podcast? So think about it this way. <laughs> he's, he's the number one mover of plastic. If you look at sales, Simon is. Far... That for infinite. That's the skewed one. 
It does. I mean, it doesn't matter. That's still money in his pocket and money oh, in his pocket. It's a smart, oh, yeah. from a financial standpoint, that was a very smart move. Yeah, ten million dollars. So smart, bold, sure. bold, sure. But that's mm. my bold prediction or my bold move of the year. So was it really bold if it was guaranteed? Well, did, nobody knew where he was going to go. Yeah, I mean, Drew Gibson did. And apparently the champ know, knows what's going on with Eagle. Did you see his Instagram? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. Go go look at Ken Clem. I think it was on Instagram or his Twitter or something like that. Someone sent me something. Oh, I like wild. how Manny's like, I don't read any disc golf information. By the way, have you heard? I know where Eagle's going. <laughs> no, I never said that. I said Ken Climo does. He posted something today, and I only saw it because one of my friends sent it to me. I did not see this on my own. <laughs> now I got to find... And now everyone's on their phone. And, you know, so I'll, I'll chime in my bold, my bold move of the year. It has to do with MVP as well, but it's not Simon. It's the fact that they did pre-releases for $45 for the time lapse. Um, I think that was mighty bold of them. I think you can see someone like Clash Disc following suit when they did a $35 uh, distance driver, which was like the Wild Honey. Um, so the bold move is up in the prices. I don't know if that's going to have like ramifications next year with that kind of being the new standard um they sold out instantly so clearly it worked for mvp but also did it hurt their sales of the time lapse on that back end um so for me that was kind of a big bold move that i mean got them pretty liquid right away but who knows if it's going to help them in the long run 45 dollars yeah i didn't even know that so yeah, yeah retailers like only got 10 of them retailers only got 10 they got 10 and then they were also i gotta talk to my boys at mvp <laughs> you're all with the wrong manufacturer you want to bring me i, I did simon's doom bird you want to bring me on hey. i actually hey. talked to them though i i talked to them right like literally i think it was the day simon announced i was on the call with them and you know i've actually mentioned it to simon before and uh at some point there might i might do it simon mvp piece of work i don't know exactly when because you know obviously mvp has its pool of artists and uh they said that uh you know they want to get all their in-house artists a shot at simon work or you know their their regular artists but you know mike mike insko I, and uh michael ramanowskis i talked with them and they were just like yeah it'd be cool to have me do some work because i've done some work for with them before so it's not like it would be that big of a stretch and until oh, yeah. someone signs me to a full-time gig, I'm, I will, I will work on whoever. I will say along those same thoughts. We'll do our first giveaway tonight. We have the Cloud Pleaser FD3 Simon Lazat. Um, so the first person to write in their favorite Manny stamp will win this. If Paige doesn't like it, you get it. <laughs> really? Three. That sucked. <laughs> oh, why you gotta give them hints? I mean, what I if they didn't know I did that? Hey, speaking of those clash discs, have you seen the overmolds that they're falling apart? I saw that. Uh uh. I didn't know clash discs did overmold. They did. They did two, like the cinnamon and one of the other one was like the double wild honey or something. And it's like they have like little triangles and it's two different plastics. And as soon as they're hitting trees, the little triangles are coming up. 
Like the guys at Foundation hit a tree four times and it split. I saw that there was like they are purposely testing him, so they threw it a couple times, ran over to a tree, threw it into the tree like four or five times, and it started to splinter instantly. Yeah, and then hey. threw it again, and then threw it a few more times, and then it was pretty much done at that point. So and they're premium plastic, and they're like forty bucks. Thirty-five. Shipping, my bad. Sorry. Uh, Did you see this bold prediction? No, I, I got to point out. I was looking at the the comments over here. Who who can add the comments? Right right above that Imperial Eagle comment, there's one that says Pages Theme. Eagle is... to Jammers, yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, no, this one says Pages Theme is Manny artwork. Bold prediction. <laughs> Good on you, Tyler. Good on you. Who was uh, who did Iron Samurai Four? Who said that? No, Imperial Eagle won. Imperial right? Eagle won. Um, who is it? I'll say you you put your name. You I need to message me if that's. Wait, I, 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 I got, I, I gotta stand in here real quick. And I gotta dispute this. Oh, <laughs> I gotta You're give wrong. it. No, I gotta <laughs> get. Sorry, James. I gotta give it again to Tyler with the Iron Samurai Four. He's got to win. Why? You know why? I did not do the Imperial Eagle. I did the Imperial Eagle 2. Oh. oh. Technicality. Facebook yeah. user. Oh. You are trash. I like that. <laughs> Facebook user messaged me. Iron Samurai 4 winning the giveaway. Uh, Cloud Pleaser. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Kleba. Sorry if I messed up your... Uh, your... Dude, Tyler Kleba's a good dude, man. Good yeah, that's that's the winner there. Sorry, James Condiff, to mess you up on that uh, on that one, man. I, oh, I feel bad, you. but I gotta be honest. James Condiff All right. just left. Josh, did you have enough? <laughs> did you have enough time to think about your bold move of the year? Oh, I already had two for this one. I have two. Oh, this one you you could have just chose one and then went over to favorite bold and then used that other train <laughs> of thought and had it spread out. <laughs> Oh man, you make this so much fun, Paige. So happy I'm here. Uh, Just to get belittled every week. Bold move of the year is the fact that I had Paul Macbeth on my fantasy disc golf league, and he decides to not play as many tournaments on the PDGA tour, knowing that I had him on my fantasy league. So that was very bold of him. Um, the second one. Oh my gosh. No, no, it's a serious, it's a serious Paige, thing. Rip them apart. Rip them up. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, And the second one is with Drew Gibson having his own signature Sam Squanch bag and not carrying it when he's playing tournaments. (laughs) Did you say Sam Squanch? Sam Squanch. Is it a Sasquatch? Am I missing something here? Is this like an organ thing? No, it's a trailer park boys. You got bubbles. Sam Squanch. <laughs> Sam Squanch. The lore, right? I, I got another yeah. bold move on a side note. The the fact that right before a soccer tournament that my son's team played in, which I coach, I told them, if you guys win, you guys could shave a mohawk in my head. And they won the whole tournament, and now I'm still here. Oh, I wonder you rocking. I just thought you were feeling 20 again. No, I used to rock a mohawk a like, lot. We played 2K back this year, so the mohawk's coming back this year. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's growing in. I think I've got to I got to trim it and just like even it out. Uh, I've been uh, rocking this thing since October. So we tried bleaching it. I mean, bleaching it and coloring it, but it didn't take. 
Reach. I will say, uh, what about Drew Gibson again for a bold move of the year? Decides to get finish line team, doesn't fill, has to go to his fans to try to recruit a touring pro for the team because nobody wanted to be on team finish line. That's a mighty oh, bold move. That. Yeah. <laughs> I missed that one too. That, that's pretty bold. That's a bold one. And then being the face of his team bold and then going to get injured. <laughs> no, that's not a bold move. That's just unfortunate. All right. Now that the shade is thrown. Oh, there's uh, plenty of shade left. <laughs> Just so you know, Paige. What's your favorite tournament moment of the year? Oh, I got so many it. good ones this year. So many good ones. Uh, I can start. Absolutely. Um, so for me, uh, I went out on the road and filmed with Gatekeeper Media for like three or four months through the middle stretch of the season through pretty much all of Central America. Uh, and my favorite moment of that was lots of different reasons why this was my favorite moment, but uh, Cole Dolan getting his first win uh, was pretty special to me. Just like seeing his whole, uh, you know, storyline pretty much. I've, I've been filming Cole since he was like 15. So it's, it's cool to see kind of his lineage of how he got to a pro tour win and then eventually actually getting it done at Ledgestone this year was awesome to see, especially at a course that has had worlds there before. Uh, and he's proven himself at this event before. So it was, it was really cool to watch him eventually come back and get the win. So that was my, my big moment of the year. No, I think that Cole winning was huge. I agree. Especially at such a big tournament. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cody, mm. ours are going to be all Oregon centered. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> mine's not. Mine's not. Is this like our own I don't tournament even have one. or anyone's tournament? Any any tournament that was in the PGA sanctions and a Rolodex. The Rolodex. <laughs> oh, okay. Then 55? I got something. Yeah, go ahead, Manny. Drop it on us. All right. So check this out. I played three tournaments. That's it this year. Two of them were flex starts. One was an actual tournament. I won all three of them. Oh! What? Chris is a tar. Oh. Who? 100% 2023. Pretty good, man. That's pretty Let's good. Oh! Prior to this year, I only had one tournament win ever, and I've been playing, you know, tournaments since, like, 2008. And I went three for three this year. Wow. Heck yeah. 300%. Yes, 300%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'll think of well, something else on the Pro Tour, but I can't think of anything right now. So I can hop in with mine. It's not on the Pro Tour. Um, this is one of those things that I got to bear witness. So a close second. So I do want to give Colin a shout out because he was almost my favorite moment of the year. Um, almost, if something didn't happen this last week. But um, so Colin huge slump he's been battling this um and then towards the tail end of the year he comes back after going on tour with gateway he comes back shoots a what was it 1060 rated round pushes uh some of these tournaments to just high ratings and being able to finish the year on a high end was something that being able to watch the struggles and then the success at it i was absolutely entranced by so that's one of my favorite movements if not for dallas freshly coined thousand rated player Goes to play Cole Radalin in a local tournament, Crazy. 
um, pushes Cole to a playoff, and then like the 15, 16 year old that he is decides to beat Cole in a playoff um, last weekend. Which to me, I wish I was there, but it was my favorite moment because not only did he beat a top 10 pro um, at a local tournament, Cole, there's a lot of gatekeeping in disc golf. So Cole took the time to acknowledge um, Dallas beating him, did a whole positive write up about it. It wasn't like negative, it wasn't snidey. It was, you know, something that you want to see that happen here, right? I'm tired of like some of the gatekeeping of like, oh, you know, like, you won this tournament, cool, I'm out before you even get your award. There was that kind of like passing of that torch and that acknowledgement to that. So for me, getting a thousand rated and then literally the next tournament beats a top 10 pro at 16 years old is uh, definitely a dream scenario. So that was my kind of favorite moment to witness this year. Okay. All right, I got one. I got one. Because uh, there's no other moment this year in the season that can top this one for me, even if someone else said it is, was Matty O winning. Seeing him take down that win was, it was such a cool experience to watch that live. Um, If anyone can tell me the score he ended with, I have a misprint double stamped construct, Maria Oliva. Um, If you tell me his ending score to win that tournament, but yeah, that was, it was just so good to watch and you know having the ability um thank you disc golf network for making that a thing uh to watch it live it was it was a blessing i'm very happy about that was it minus 32 no no mm. wrong Goodness he asked for total score didn't he not not yeah not over total. <laughs> like it's his final his, his final score to win the tournament what was he at <laughs> All right. Are we just oh. going to wait for this number? I, I think we should keep talking while the guests are yeah. coming. Nah, we're just going to sit here and stare at the screen. We're going to sit here and wait for people to jump on. We are not moving on until you write the number. <laughs> oh, you Don't guys. you dare. What's the next one? Well, I got another good one on the FQs, huh? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I was say, like, what is happening? You were staring up down. I was waiting. Go ahead, Colin. Don't let Paige interrupt you. Well, uh, very similar to um, Matty O getting his first big win. It was also really cool to see Cat Merch go home to Arkansas and get her first big win and just see that emo- that pure emotion on the green of the, of the playoff hole. Was, that's why we play, or that's why I play anyway, to see moments like that where – you can just tell all the hard work that went into that one moment meant, meant that much to her that she just, you know, broke down essentially. And yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah. That that was awesome. One of the uh, one of the uh, uh, DGPT cards I did this year was of that moment, and it was uh, it was really cool. But what's you know what was kind of a bummer is um, this is just my personal opinion that we did different backgrounds for those tour cards this year and they said we want cats on it and she has a cat i know she has a cat a her cat so i put all these little <laughs> kittens all over like playing with her and everything they're like no we want a big cat like a lion i was like ah the kittens are so awesome because there's like four or five of them one of them was looking over her hat like pawing at her while she's doing that like really emotional scream 
So yeah, I totally agree. That was just like the pure emotion and just the joy that she had when she won was just awesome to watch. Yeah, it's not like it was yeah. orchestrated too. Like coming on, just having a blast, kind of calling that win, going out there and just like having the time of their life, right? Like just absolutely just excited about every shot. And I feel like I've had some of those moments in disc golf, but you you can't orchestrate it. You can't just fake it. It has to come naturally. And to see that kind of happen and then be rewarded with the win was was kind of huge. That was a good one. Yeah. Did this is this the winner, Josh? Nope. All right. Nope. Come on, nope. people use the internet. Cheat. It's good for you. <laughs> Man, I bet you I can find it out real quick. Even I mean, it's good. It can't be that hard, right? You're still one of the our biggest fans. Who me? Yeah, you. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not. Don't make me blush. <laughs> no, I don't really like y'all. I just showed up. We got your I'm little hair up here. Colin, you're cool. Cody, you're cool. Paige, fuck you. <laughs> what movie is that from? You're cool. I'm out. <laughs> Did you see what I changed my name to? Did anyone notice that? <laughs> still, still better than Paige. Ah, uh, I mean, you're 100 percent win rate. That's definitely better than me. I've won yeah. like two tournaments this year out of like 30. So what's that percentage? All right, but you gotta you gotta remember I'm playing MA40. Oh, that's, gonna, that's fine. I, don't gonna, don't, don't take your don't take your stat away. I love self-deprecating humor, dude. <laughs> Wait, did Bob Blunt get it? Did he get it? Uh, yes, yes he does. Yes, I like he how does. he wasn't sure. The question he asked is like, uh, yeah, that's my. <laughs> I I love how he yeah. gave both answers just in case one <laughs> was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob, message Josh for your your construct, and I will but just I with favorite moments of the year since we're here as well. Um, I'll do another yeah. giveaway. Wait, wait, I don't know how long I can stay on, and I'm oh. just gonna. Reach back here. We got Soul um, Crusher doing the giveaway. Never mind. Why not? Check this one out. Sorry, I'm debating whether or not I have a better one over there. But this one's still cool. <laughs> so this is a DD3. Oh. Can you highlight his screen, Paige? Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on, Paige. I forget I'm in charge. I'm the captain Excuse now. Us. So Looks for like a stock, oh. stock stamp with a soul crusher on it. Yeah. Oh, is, that's it's cool. An X out with the soul crusher. And I just realized this not too long ago that uh, one of this stamp was on the disc that Eagle threw 700 feet and parked that like whatever 700, 750 oh. foot hole. It was that stamp. I had no idea. That's cool. Yeah. Best publicity in the world right there. Yep. So what's the what's the giveaway then? Do you have a? That's what it should have been. That's a, actually, <laughs> damn it! Why? That was a good one. Ah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll I'll switch it up. That's damn it. I always next do time, that next time. This will this will take a while though. I bet you this takes a while. Um. So we might have to do two giveaways at the same time. Who was this stamp designed for? Who? Like, who Who initially did I work with on this design? 
that they actually did sell it with them on tour, but they said, you know what, that needs to be a Soul Crusher stamp and not have my name on it because it's a little bit too hardcore for me. But they're like, I love the stamp. I'll take it with me and I'll sell it, but it's too hardcore for my name to be on it. Interesting. Too hardcore. Do we need that or is that just chat? <laughs> I, think this uh, is fun. I like this kind of trivia. This and this uh, is uh when did I do this? This is God, this has gotta be like three or four years old. At we, least so we got Nate Perkins as a guest and Simon Lazat as a guest. Yeah, so far. Tyler Cleb was our fire. Yes, it was Nate Perkins. That was my guess. Oh, oh Paige. That, that was, was my guess. Course. I'm just saying. I did I wanted I wanted the Facebook user to get it. Yeah. <laughs> I did something else that was too uh there's been a few things that I've done that have been a little bit too uh metal for uh for some of the players. Like I did hold on. Some of you might have seen this one. Yeah, Nate Perkins used to have like the uh, like transcendent uh, like turtle with stuff on its back, and then yeah. he was like hardcore death metal. He's like, I need something in between. He's Mr. Zen, at least tries to be. Who's he play for now? He's Clash. Is he Clash? Oh yeah, because I have a Lotus. Woo! The little so, glow Shogun, right? And yeah. Then was... Can anyone guess what this was supposed to be? Iron Samurai Four. Yeah, that hey, was supposed hey, to be hey, the Iron Samurai Four. Yeah, you've talked oh, about page. that with us when you did. You showed your collection. Don't page. Don't. No, no, no that was behind oh, the oh. scenes. That wasn't actually on air. Oh, okay. Yeah, so <laughs> that was on air. And Paige, I'll be putting that one up for sale with one of those Shoguns in the next few weeks or so, so you can bid your one fifty and. Yeah, I'll say Paige. I, I've been like two fifty. Two fifty like, on the last. One hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out. It's twenty five. I got twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. You keep the disc. Just send the art. There, there was one for Simon. There's actually another uh, uh, Cloudbreaker that we were gonna do. That we were actually gonna do like a a spaceship, a la like Star Wars or Star Trek. That I was really stoked to do, and Eagle Eagle wanted to stick with the. Uh, Whatever with the actual like eagle bird, man. bird, bird so, man. So hold on, let me see if I can find that one. I think I showed you guys that one before as well, right? Did I show you I that think one? Oh so, yeah. Oh hold on, that's the jammers behind the scenes for twenty ninety nine. You can get the VIP after hours later. treatment yeah. service. Patreon, if you pay us seven dollars a month, we will let you see that. <laughs> it all goes to Colin, anyways. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> It's not in my stack right now. I'm not going to dig through anything else. But I got to... Oh. I'll show this fun one. Uh, I'm it's a blurred background. The blurred yeah, background is getting you. I'm, not, I'm taking that off. Is that from Ricky Wysocki? That looks like a very Ricky Wysocki thing. Yeah, I was, uh, I was talking to someone about doing a Ricky Wysocki piece and... You know, and they never got back to me on it. So I love those; those are so fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I like you know with the the sake bomb on the back. You know, he's got like sake bomb shooters over here. Mister Two Time. Yeah. So, but yeah, that never saw the light of day, which is a bummer because I thought those were fun. 
Well, no. Well, I don't want to keep you too late, Manny. I do want to thank you for stopping by. It's always a treat to have yeah, you on here. And yeah, surprise. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't tell the I didn't tell the boys you're gonna hop in. I just wanted it to be a surprise for everyone. Yeah, I actually wanted to. I'm glad you messaged me because like I was I was glad you were actually a day late. Hope everything's fine for whatever reason you guys had to delay. But I was like, oh, I missed it when I saw your post. I was like, oh wait, no, this post says it's tomorrow because I really wanted to watch you guys. And then when he sent me a message, I was like, perfect, end of the year. <laughs> this is awesome. I get to join. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, appreciate it, 2024, Manny's going to do our logo, so. I am, I am, I am. That's that's the bold move of 2024. <laughs> hey. Calling it now. Yeah. Oh. All right. All right, guys. Well, happy Daddy. holidays. Uh, yeah, you as well. Give uh, me Tyler's info so I can get him this. All right, so. I will. All right, talk to you later. All right. All right, see you. Yeah, Stick around, everyone. We're still going live. We just had a special guest. Um, yeah, that was awesome that he was able to hop in. Yeah. Thanks for telling us. Happy holidays. You got, got Manny. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> All right. Well, how do we follow that up? Do we just do we just start just, making our pulling our own art? Hey guys, look. I'm <laughs> gonna scribble something on this. Uh, that's a stick man. Well, that should move us to our next topic. All right. End of the year wrap up. What is your favorite? Uh, personal moment or personal accomplishment, sorry, personal accomplishment of this last year. Who's going to go? Uh, well, while we're um, thinking, I do agree we should get Manny way more often. He's been uh, a guest once a year, pretty consistently, I think twice last year. Um, so if you go back to our, our catalog, You'll see some episodes with Manny. Um, back to our original days, too. He's one of our first, actually, big guests on Jammers in the Rough. He sat down and he pulled out a lot of his old artwork, and we we're able to talk to him about it. So if you're wanting to dig a little bit, they are out there. Mm-hmm. They are out there. Now, favorite personal accomplishment of the year? Um, Let's see. Well, Grow It does a fundraiser around... Super Bowl time each year, um, and Tony Russo uh, leads the charge on it. So we raise a lot of money for you play. And um, this year we like we we're hesitant on like how's it gonna do. It started out kind of slow, but we're able to make a really good amount of money to donate to you play, which was surprising uh, due to like the slow start. But it just kicked up, and it was really cool to, to continue that that trend. Of doing a, a giant fundraiser like that. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably say that one. Well, that's a good one. You play and Grow It has, I mean, been raising money and changing lives. I mean, I know Grow It's helped me out a lot with some of the things that I do. So, definitely appreciate that. I think uh, I'll hop in next. Mine is actually going to be my tournament this year. So, I'll do a giveaway to queue it up. Whoever could. Uh, Tell me who won MPO. This is searchable via CH Sports and PDJ Live. Um, you'll get this disc. <laughs> I, it wasn't I, Colin Hayden. It wasn't Colin Hayden. He was almost there. He almost got the, the tie for the playoff. Um, but while you guys are doing that, so for me, the tournament was a big accomplishment. I think uh, for me, I don't want to be ever doing like 20 tournaments a year. I want to do like one to two tournaments, but that one to two tournament everyone looks forward to every year. 
Um, so for me, being able to do that uh, for my first tournament, I, you know, instantly bumped it up to a B tier. I didn't want to waste time with the C tier. Um, I think Rob and Josh uh, came out and helped out in huge ways with some spotting. We were able to get Colin. Um, and for me, it's bringing in all these people, right? Like, it's not just about me giving this tournament. It's like, who can I bring in that I know that can help do this? I had my buddy, Corey, or not Corey, uh, Tai, who was a guest on here. Tai designed the logo, um, our stamp logo. So he was a guest on Jammers in the Rough. We had Lorenzo Amaya um, and White Rhinos do the minis for us. Um, Donna's in here, Grandma. Our Grammys trophies to the trophies, which kind of got their start from Jammers in the Rough, um, which is kind of awesome to see. So I started pulling all of these things together on top of one of my favorite courses. Um, so being able to see that all happen in real time was huge. We had an amazing pro field and pro turnout. We have it covered, a live coverage on CH Sports. Um, and next year, looking at building onto that. So I've already committed to 18 baskets um, for this course. So, yeah, because that's kind of what's needed. So I got 18 discussers on the way to continue to build this experience up for everybody. But that was my biggest accomplishment this year. Heck, yeah. Donna said Scott Withers. Hey! Yep. Hey, you. Nine whole playoff. That Nine, was yeah, interesting playoff. That was fun to watch. All right, Donna. She knows. Did she make the trophy? She. That's. She's got to get disqualified. Yeah. She knows. <laughs> I'm glad somebody knows. That means somebody paid attention. <laughs> mm. Cody, accomplishment? Uh, for me, it was um, our league went the whole year, and I finished second in MA2. And then we had the end-of-the-year tournament, finished second by one stroke. Last hole, I had to ace run it, hit the top of the band. So finished second place for the year. I'm getting moved up to MA1. And then at the same tournament, won the putting putting champ or challenge for my division and lost to a professional Innova player. So that was pretty cool. That's solid, bro. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm not so, as right? bad as Paige makes me out to be. That's true. He makes you out to like you don't He's know like you're MA4, but whatever. Yeah, there's two people that showed up for your division, but yeah, you beat somebody. <laughs> oh. Thanks, man. You, you what a great accomplishment. That's you. I want to take away from that. You did. Not, a, not again. Not, not again. <laughs> Colin? Yeah, so mine, I think, is I'm going to split it into kind of playing and filming. Uh, playing wise, I think we've already kind of alluded to it. I had a really, really rough year this year. Um, so on the course, I really didn't have too many successes all the way until the very end. Uh, go watch the, the coverage on CH Sports that Paige alluded to. I had, I don't know, probably a 35 foot putt on mm. 18 to force a playoff with debatably the two most winningest players from Oregon other than Nate Sixton. Um, and so, you know, just seeing myself go through those emotions and go through that battle and know that my game is good enough to not only compete, but win MPO events, you know, when you average 1037 at an event over two rounds, that's, that's good enough to win in a lot of different states. It's just in Oregon, we have local killers and not only local killers, but guys that play every tournament in Oregon and every single weekend. So you could show up to a random B tier in Oregon and you're going to have to beat 
like 10,000 rated pros. So, um, just putting yourself in the mix a couple of times in a year is, is really hard to do in MPO. So, just giving myself the chance to win meant a lot to me, especially after coming up with such a rough stretch in my career. Um, and then filming wise, uh, so I, I got to, <laughs> all three of the huge Calvin throw-ins I filmed. It was pretty, it was awesome. So the, the huge ace that he got at Ledgestone, I filmed the reaction cam. I'm literally 10 feet away from the guy. Um, and then both of the, the throw-ins at um, Idlewild, I also got to film. So, or no, that was Deglo, sorry, at Deglo. Um, so yeah, I would say on both sides, it, it was really cool. That's awesome. Well, it's huge, yeah. Yeah. Those are some of the biggest clips out there right now. Yeah, was awesome. Right. Uh, manufacturer of the year. That's our next one. Manufacturer of the year. Manufacturer of the is year. Is this our personal preference or? It's always personal to... preference. You probably like, argue with your daughter. I do argue with my daughter. Daddy, my favorite color is pink. Pink is a weak color. You're wrong. It's yellow. Oh, it is yellow. drops awesome gifts and their art. It's just too good to not say they're, they're the my pick of the year. Yeah, I guess I forgot to say like personal opinions, but we've got to say biases. It should be it should be unbiased because clearly Josh is sponsored by TSA, and I think he's been preaching TSA all year. We get it. You're sponsored by them. I preached TSA before I was sponsored by TSA. Because oh. you were trying to get sponsored, Josh. <laughs> Go, Dino. Go, Dino. Yeah. Dang boy. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously Franklin Disc, if anyone argues. <laughs> I mean, I saw Franklin Disc on a course. That's more – so, like, go to Blue Lake, for example. You'll find a lot of discs. I found a Franklin Disc before I found a Mint Disc at Blue Lake. I'm just saying. Heck, yeah, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Colin? Uh, I guess we'll chime in my sponsor. Uh, <laughs> oh, am I not allowed to do that? I'm no, sorry. you're fine. You're fine. Throw. Oh, hey, I didn't throw another disc in 2023. I can't. I can't tell you who else is making good plastic because I didn't throw anything else in 2023. I only threw Gateway. So, um, I'm gonna go with Gateway. They did an awesome job this year. Thanks, thanks guys, for making great plastic. Uh, Damn, done. I'll, <laughs> I'll go to mine. I too. Come <laughs> on, no, I'm kidding. Mine is MVP. I think looking at this unbiasedly, oh, out of all the, all the manufacturers, I think MVP not only had some of the biggest moves this last year, but what they've done in the plastic scene is just crazy. I mean, they set themselves up to release four different glitches uh, coming up this next year, which is absolutely crazy. Um, if, it's just, I mean, I think MVP right now, I think, what was it, last year, two years ago, or talking, I think Myron was on here talking about, oh, in five years, they're going to be a top five company, and you know, it didn't even take five years. It's within three years, they're top five, if not top three companies right now. Um, obviously, I think Innova Discraft still has them, but I think MVP had a bigger year this year and trending upward in huge ways. I think the Simon uh, effect is out there like crazy. You're seeing everyone throwing MVP um, and giving MVP a second chance, third chance for some people, myself included. I threw an Envy in my bag to see if it's going to beat out a, a P3X, and it didn't, but I tried it. You got I mean, a B I'm, for effort. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to 
this, this hurts me to do, but I'm going to have to agree with Paige. That's um, why I went first. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Just to I, make I, you I, agree with me. Dang it. <laughs> I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love I, – I throw a mixed bag. I have a little – I probably have 10 manufacturers in my bag. Um, but, like, I throw a lot of Trilogy, and I feel like their new stuff, and even the new Castaplast stuff has not been as good. Um, and MVP is just, like, every glow reactor I pick up is the same. Every every hex, every glow envy, every everything I pick up from them, yeah, sure. Some like the insanity runs might be a little bit different, but their glow is top notch. Their plastic, their swirls, it's just good stuff. Um, honestly, I don't throw enough gateway. I feel like I sh- I want to try those two new ones you talked about. Like I was talking to some guy about, it, he's like, no one buys my gateway. I was like, dude, I'll throw it. And weirdly not- enough, the the play it against sports like an hour from my house sells gateway, gateway and Innova. That's all they sell. It's weird. And I do want to, too, just kind of, I think Discraft was definitely a second choice for me for Manufacturer of the Year, so I will give some. They always push the envelope with new plastics. Like, they came out with the, what is it, the jaw Jawbreaker, like, Z-Line or whatever plastic. That was kind of comfortable and overstable. But for me, Discraft, I mean, with Paul McBeth not only getting injured, taking some of the year off, only going to Europe, um, and putting all the pressure on their newly signed pros like Barella, um, gossage and all these guys like they stepped up in a huge way maintain cells continue to have a presence on tour um it's just easy to hate on discraft because they're you know been top two for 40 years at this point 30 years at this point like so it's always hard to give it to them but they were a close second for me um but mvp got the nod i still think anthony barella is going to be the first person on tour to crack a beer open and shotgun it before a hole he is like as pro as they get like when you watch his videos he's got the pit vipers on i'm just waiting for him whoever to does that though like i feel like that's the discraft like bro mentality you'll get brody and barella just and then just, just chugging like it. steve austin beer in each other <laughs> steve and then just like rips a 500 foot like putter <laughs> All right. What do you think the biggest change in the game this year was? What's the, what's the, what's the question? Biggest change in game. What, what's, what's the question? What was the question? You what didn't do a question? good job copy-pasting these, Cody. I literally copy and pasted from our chat onto <laughs> here. It's this. If you've looked at this in the past, anytime you ch- copy and paste it, formats it weird. Are you going to complain? Because I literally, that's what I did. I mean, you didn't because it's missing like a whole section. Take Pirella 316 or whatever this is. That'd be a good die. That's a Facebook user. That'd be a good disc golf die. Is to like just like Barella, just like oh. smashing beers. Yeah, I'd buy it. I don't care what it was. I'd buy that. Disc. Barella 316. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anthony 316. Barella. What? Now, now I got off track. What's this? biggest change what is going on here something something changed last year we gotta talk about it <laughs> well, never mind you guys <laughs> biggest change in the game uh i don't understand the question well then skip the it. go to the difference? next one guys this i mean is... josh that's not that hard but i'm just saying i don't know of anything that's really i mean these are like there's rule change coming so you can talk about rule change you know some of the impact with that we have continued like rule changes that are being implemented you can talk about that. You could, you know, talk about some of the change in some of the playoff structure, because like sometimes like 
when you have people that haven't cashed and aren't even the run-in, why are they playing playoff tournaments? There's little changes like that that could have ripple effects. But you know what? If you guys didn't think about it, let's not waste time. We have a list of these things, so we don't have to do this hey, one. What's, <laughs> what's the biggest change you've seen? No, we're we're blown by this. We're oh, blown he, doesn't, no, he doesn't have one. That's why I just wanted to skip it. <laughs> he's just deflecting. He's a typical. He's got bully. nothing. I'm insecure he, about myself, so yeah. I'm gonna make you feel insecure. Yeah, he wanted you to say something so he can mimic it. <laughs> don't don't play for his. This is, play the game, bro. Fuck him. We've all figured Paige out. Everyone knows his game. <laughs> no, no, guys. But Natalie, Natalie Ryan has been banned. Is that true? I don't think someone just, I, know... I just saw on Facebook she bought a tour card this year. Yes, I think she bought a tour card. I think the thing was like California came out with their ruling where you know it was you know dismissed with prejudice for or against Natalie Ryan. So all that means is they can't continue to press that that same same envelope in California. That doesn't necessarily mean they they can't tour, um, but. It is going to be, you know, obviously harder for them to tour because their their strategy was to sue every state that was in favor in order to make tour. Cool. So it's just, I mean, they're banned from certain states. I know there was that separation. That was a big change that happened uh, in order to address some of the Natalie Ryan. The FPO kind of split away towards the end of the season. Um that was a big change that happened, and I don't know what it's going to look like next year. But to be honest, neither does the PDGA. They're kind of, you know, flying by the scenes of their pants. They don't really have any plans for the future. So that's not a big change. That's just been consistent with the last three to five years for PDGA. Yeah. Renew your subscription this today. Right. Hey, you know this yearly subscription for your PDGA? We'll give you the last two months free that you've already paid for. That's like their big thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a weird flex they got going. That's hey, so you've weird. already paid for these months, but we're going to give them to you anyways. Exactly, what I, right? What if I don't pay? You still get them. <laughs> uh, I'm just your... playing only D tiers next year. That's all I'm going to play. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, let's go to our next question, guys. Let's do it. Let's move, let's let's, move this is a that. personal question. What do you plan to do different next season? Oh. Hmm. Um, I plan to get more field work in during the better months of uh, weather here in Oregon and light. Um, that's one thing I like. I haven't been doing. I like uh, field work to me was going out and playing around, <laughs> you know, and just throwing multiple discs. But I can see how it could be very beneficial to my. 200 foot hits uh, is doing field work um, to get to hone that in. So I feel like that's a weird spot for me. I either undershoot or overshoot it um, at like two, two. Um, so yeah, more field work is what I want to change. I think for me, my big change next year is to be smarter with the decision or the tournament decisions I make um, in regards to what tournaments I'm actually playing. So I've wanted to be the guy that can show up to any tournament, any time, any time of weather and compete. And I've tried that. Um, but ultimately, some of these tournaments lead to like frustrations um, because of some of the courses where sometimes my game takes like two to three weeks to transition to like if we're going from golf course to woods, it takes like two or three weeks. And if I don't have that two or three weeks, 
I'd be going from golf course straight into the woods, and then I'm trying to adjust my game on the fly to meet those wood shots because I want to be able to, to uh, one sec, Cody Jones back in, but because I want to be able to play these tournaments, but um, that's led to some frustrations on my part, led to poor tournament success, um, longer periods of like, you know, brick walls and droughts and all that stuff. So for me, I want to be smarter with how I approach uh, tournaments this year. Uh, really for me, I just kind of want to find the joy, like just the pure joy in the game again. Uh, this last year I kind of spent what I feel like is too much time, like really stressing about things that are out of my control, uh, for a lot of the season. And so I really just want to go into next season with a completely new mindset. I want to come in completely a new player, try some new stuff, throw some fun lines and like. Just really find the joy in the game again, even if it means I sacrifice a stroke here or there. It's for me. I just want to go out on the courts and really enjoy it because I I find that when I'm doing that, the scores do end up being better anyway. So, um, yeah, I just want to find that joy again, find that like kid like joy out of the game. Well, I'll tell you one thing: working in addictions, there's no high like your first high. You're never gonna find that joy again like when you first started playing disc golf. It's gone. <laughs> wow. No, wow! Thanks for that. Thanks for that positive. Hey, I just want to have a good positive. time playing. That, that won't happen ever. Nice little heartfelt message. Appreciate that. What that, guys? Chase I'm gonna do dragon. another giveaway. Uh, Glow Firebird. Tell me what brings you joy in disc golf. The first person to talk about what brings them joy in disc golf will get a nice Firebird. I can't wait to see what Pay says. I like uh, playing with my family. Well, your family doesn't care. <laughs> Cody, <laughs> brings us to you. Come on. What's your... Mine is I want to play more with my kids. Um, ah. I enjoy... Play, uh, usually when I t- go and play, uh, usually my <laughs> my four-year-old's with me. He loves it. He, he'll even say, Dad, let's go play disc golf. So um, my 10-year-old son is... He's playing in the league with us. So they created a under-15 uh division so he'll be there's like three or four kids signed up so i thought that was really cool uh and he like he was playing against like the men and scoring he was not the bottom of the he was not the bottom of the list so he was doing pretty well uh playing in the rec division so i i I really just enjoy playing with them and it's kind of cool just to see them enjoy it so much so i like the tournaments i like competitiveness but you know at the end of the day I, i really enjoy playing with my kids more no, Say some to that page. No, I mean I agree with you. I need to play with my daughter a lot more. She's asking to go out. She's getting to that curious stage. We have discs for her. Um, I think making the time to actually like play with her because sometimes you know it's like, oh yeah, I want to go to a course. I want to play all eighteen holes. But when I bring my daughter, it's like I'm probably only gonna make it six holes, and they're gonna be at the playground for an hour and a half. Put her, put her on your shoulder. My my four year old rides on my shoulder between every hole. That's uh, and I know that going into it, like, hey, he's gonna ride it. Like, so I put my pound bag on. He puts his arms out like this, and then I just scoop him up and put him on my head. It's a workout for me, and he's he's loving it, and it's not too much because yeah, eighteen holes, especially some of those big courses, are a lot for little legs, dude. Yeah. Well, this was the first one on mine, Donna. Got the disc golf family is what brings them joy. And then there was like you know a little bit of. 
you know, mumbling about Paige and stuff. We're going to just gloss over those uh, messages. But Donna, you got your fire. No, you, you got to do Corby's. Get, get Corby's out there. Page quotes give me joy. Just give up. Corby. <laughs> and we willingly do this every week, people. It's it's wild. Yep. No, I mean, I think Bob is actually, you know, throwing some find the joy of learning again is what he wrote earlier, but... When you are saying at a plateau, learning something new about what you think you have mastered or teaching someone new, something you think you know will make you better at it. I think that's always great. Like sometimes you get stuck out of the wall and just showing some people or working with other people. That's why I like working with like coaching and everything because you can start to see it from a different perspective and then apply it to your to your game. And even though like I know I talk a lot about hitting a wall this last year, which I have, I still feel like I'm playing my best disc golf and it might not be translating to you know, ratings or accolades or anything, but I feel like even though uh, it was a 900 rated round and it just felt terrible, it still felt better than all of the rounds before that. And so it's like, sometimes you just got to trust, trust that process. And it's never, never quite easy to do that. I mean, teaching is, shows the highest image or uh, information retention of anything. Like they teach us that in teaching 101. Like if you want kids to learn and actually know information, have them share and teach with someone else. So if you're teaching someone to do something else, more than likely you are going to retain that information and retain that skill more than if someone taught it to you. So it's, it's pretty cool to see that in, in action. So like if you want someone to, you know, do putting better, once you have learned to putt, once you start teaching that, it will be something that becomes easier and more efficient for you. Right. That's right. What's our next question, guys? We're running kind of short on time, so I don't want to. I like how you say short on time as we've gone half an hour over time. No, we we were planning to go late. Hour and a half was our whole thing. Because Josh couldn't get it working. I see. No, we were on time. No, Cody. Zoom in on his face. Zoom in on his face. (laughs) Come get it. I was like all these, like, I'm going to give them. One sec. We got people that love to enjoy the walk. I just like the finding the joy stuff. Uh, Corby finds joy in my quotes. Disc golf is that new should, all the time. That should be on a disc. Page quotes. Just give up. All right. <laughs> thanks. the same situation. No, I just, I mean, I just love what people find joy in. And I think we all find joy in disc golf, but we all find joy in it for different reasons. So... We'll go to the biggest hot take of the year. That was probably one of my favorite questions that I saw. So what is your guys' biggest hot take of this last 2023? Biggest hot take. Mm. I can get it started while you guys do if you want. So my biggest hot take is plastic is shit this over this last year. Don't get me wrong, there's been like a few ebb and flow for some manufacturers and some companies, but overall I think the quality of plastic is plummeted. I think discs this year were at an all-time low for quality, um, and this is across the board. This is I can pick out some Innova Halo plastic that was trash. I can pick up some Discraft plastic that was trash. Even some MVP along those lines, um, which to me has led um, success of some of these smaller brands like Thoughtspace and Clash. Um, I know Thoughtspace is manufactured by MVP, but they have a little bit more quality control because 
they can't afford to take a whiff on a $5,000 bat or 5,000 disc batch. Whereas like, you know, Innova, for example, the first alien that came out was different star than the proto alien, which was different star than the first release of alien. And with all those stars being different, um, I know a buddy of mine was bagging it and they quit bagging it once it beat in because the plastic was so different. So then all of a sudden they're, they're losing some of that consistency. So for me, my hot take of this year was plastic was absolute trash. Um, the manufacturers need to do better because they're expecting everybody to buy the discs and they're not delivering good product. That's my hot take. Okay. My hot take is money run plastic is a placebo. People think people think like, hey, I need this hundred dollar disc. I need this to throw well. When I think realistically, if you gave someone of the same skill set, if they, I, I've always wondered the logistics of this, like a double blind throw. If you threw like a cloud breaker two, and you threw like a stock DD three or destroyer, you are probably going to get very similar flights, and it's going to be okay. Page, I like this. But, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm stretching my neck. I'm listening. I'm, I'm listening. Saying, I'm not so arguing. Many, I'm listening. There are so many runs of plastic, and there are so many different manufacturers. Think about the the variants of destroyers alone, where you have a destroyer from here to here. I'm not saying there's not variances in plastic, but people that are searching out for these $200 discs that are going to improve their game, it's not. That's not. It's the archer, not the arrows. So if you really want to improve your game, I'm not saying don't, if you enjoy buying those discs, great. But I really don't think you're going to see a dramatic increase from this special run of discs than if you just played with whatever. I'm not saying go out and buy the cheapest crap, but I, I really don't think for a mass majority of people that it's going to make that much of a difference. Because what if you didn't have that money run? I'm sure you would find something just like you said, there's so much plastic now, Paige. Some of it's crap. But at the same time, there's so many things. Think about Ledstone has come out with how many different variations of like a glow buzz. There's probably 50 of them in the last four years. There's got to be something in there that's not a money run that's going to fly like a money run. There's got to be something like those swirly end of a plastic. Yeah, it might feel great, but I'm sure there's something very similar that's stock price. Where for a new player, like new players should not be going out there and be like, all right, I need to fill my bag with $500 worth of old disc mania. No, you should be throwing discs that you could readily afford and get because you're probably going to lose them. Stock stand stuff is probably 95% of the flight of a big one. And are, most people aren't good enough, myself included, where I'm not going to notice the big difference from this to that. Hot take. I'm liking this. This is why I wanted to end on the hot takes because I think this are good. I want to give Corby, who's throwing me some pushback with my hot take, where he's like, this is a bonkers hot take page. Ha ha. Do you remember 10 years ago? Plastic has never been better across all these different brands. Corby. Well, think about it this way, Paige. I agree with Corby just because if we looked at, even if you look at anything 10 years ago, manufacturing technology has improved. Yes, you probably prefer that plastic from 10 years ago, and you might like that better. But again, there's probably something that's very similar or something that's oh, made you, Like, think about royal plastic. I love royal plastic from, like, Latitude. I think it feels good, flies well. I think it feels good, but then it beats in super quick. And that's my problem with a lot of, like, the Supreme Royal 
like plastic. So they just. But people probably like that. You're. Sick. I know. I'm, I, it was. It was. Yeah. It was yeah. my hot take. I think people do like it because it beats in relatively quickly, um, and they can get more like you know understable fight out of it. I always say there's no better plastic than an overstable disc beat in to be understable. Nothing flies as good. Um, you so know Royal that's why Innova that. Pro Plastic came out. Innova Pro Plastic came out so that pros could have something mid-season that beat in that was already beat in like Star Plastic. Yeah, no, and and I think that's a good thing about them. I just don't like the idea of having to buy, you know, have ten brand new discs that fly this way and then start to season them. I'm actually having to struggle with my bag where I have to do that with uh, my mid ranges right now, where it's like, oh, this one started to cycle. Let me put a new one in and start to cycle it because this one will break, and then this one like. I hate doing that. I just love to be able to go and grab an old disc and know that's going to fly exactly how it flies. It's obviously like, it's this is why they're hot takes, right? They're not going to have everyone to agree with them. I think Cody um, brought up some really good points too with some of his hot takes. So let's hear what uh, Josh and Colin have to say. Um, I love the Rolo. I love the glitch. They're fun to play with. But as far as like, they should. They're garbage discs when it comes down to it. They're fun to play with, but they're just they're they're complete trash. Uh, I think the the was the the glitch specifically. I feel like it does not belong in anyone's bag unless you're going out to like warm up before a round. Uh, the Rolo is a lot of fun, but I don't feel like it belongs in anyone's bag. Uh, those like gimmicky discs are really annoying to 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 see them being played with when I'm playing with my buddies. Uh, because I, I want a competition, and sometimes, like, when someone pulls out the tilt, when someone pulls out a glitch, like, and they try some shot that would have been so much better for their game if they would have trusted their other discs, I think it would have paid off for them. So I hate that those discs exist in our game. They're you know, fun. I, do, I hate they exist. I do oh kind of gosh. agree with you with the, the gimmicky discs, too, because instead of pushing our technology forward and challenging new molds and mold types and flight characteristics, they're turning all their science to gimmicky discs. Um, but isn't that what pushing is? Because think about how many 12, five minus one threes we have, how many nine, five minus one twos we have. You have to push the envelope somewhere. Just like Josh said. So tilting, isn't, tilting, isn't this golf supposed to be fun? You no, I'm, I'm not saying it's not supposed to be fun. I'm just saying like, could it have been better used to make an actual like 12 seven glide, you know, negative one. Yeah. Could that have been something that they, they take the the effort to make a tilt, like, you know, going from what's going to have a more lasting impact, right? We look at Simon design molds. He designed the tilt and he designed the time-lapse, <laughs> which one could make a bigger impact for actually changing how discs fly. Mm-hmm. I mean, first ever 12 speed gyro mold, which they can kind of manipulate and add on to, or, you know, another polecat. I, 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 I just think if, if, if you no, were Courtney. trying to make, you were just asking like, what was it? Colin was saying he wants to find the joy in disc golf. I mean, if that's, what's making people happy. I mean, he's throwing a big dog. He's throwing a big dog from there, gateway. Yeah. Not that's... everyone out there is a top level pro. If you can, th- and glitches are fantastic for kids. I use them in my school and kids find that joy they're finding enjoyment because if i give them another disc it's not going to fly well if the kids don't want to pick up stuff and even adults they don't want to pick up a tilt throw and be like i hate disc golf it sucks it went 10 feet where a glitch they can throw like they do a normal frisbee 
hey, now we're connecting these two worlds, disc golf and Frisbee that they know and love. And so, I will say, like, you do bring up a good point, too, though, with some of that. Um, this is why, like I said, I love the hot takes because you remember when the tilt was released, that two-month period where disc golf was just completely joyous. You had, um, what's his name, Casey White threw it in over. You had Eagle throwing it upside down to win his tournament. It was just a fun. You had everybody like doing their own videos of "Can I throw this disc?" Um, so that does definitely. You do make a really good point, Cody, about putting the joy back into the game. But oh, yeah, oh, as as a uh, let's quote Josh. <laughs> let's make disc golf more boring. <laughs> Corby's hot takes tonight are just on point. I love no, it. it's 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 a the the chat is going against me because I hate it on their disc. They like to play with. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's hot I'm take. Done. It's going against the 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 mainstream exactly. norms, right? That's, like it's a definition of a hot take. It's like, like you're not gonna, I mean, that's, that's like true. a really good point. Is if Simon didn't sign with the MVP and isn't throwing the glitch, would all of you still be throwing the glitch? I don't think no. so. No, absolutely not. Probably not. But that's would not, that be like that's how anything works? That's yeah, would there be works. like an Axiom glitch coming out and a Streetlight glitch coming out and soon to be had TSA glitch? <laughs> If TSA comes out with a glitch, Josh will be all over that. He'll be bagging fire. Josh will be like, completely changed. Oh, like, hey, I'm for Denver, guys. TSA glitch. TSA glitch. No. The best disc ever created. <laughs> They're my favorite plastic. There's like a TSA gun just right here. I'm like, sorry that, that I'm sorry that there's probably a, a giant chance that TSA will come out and make it better. Sure. I'll give them that. So They'll figure uh, out how to make it good. Before we get to Colin's hot take, my final giveaway, make our, yeah, this is a Wombat 3, not make a Wombat, Wombat 3, 3 with a Garrett Gurthy bottom stamp. With a Garrett Gurthy bottom stamp. So in order to do that, um, biggest novelty disc out there, first one to type it in will win this disc. Is there a wrong answer or is this just subjective? It's a novelty Page disc. gets to choose. Yeah. If I don't agree with you, you don't win. What's That's the, how the, we do. <laughs> what's the latitude, the bite? That would be a good one. The bite is the, the beetle. beetle. The beetle The yeah, beetle was the yeah. original glitch. It was like a 1701 <laughs> or something like that. It was weird. Gateway big dog. The big what dog. Was the, hey, Colin, you might know. What was the old gateway that's now illegal that was like a 12? Ninja. The orin- original ninja. It was like super domey too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. The original ninja. Yeah. All right. So we it got like... who is Facebook user that you said tilt? Well, someone wrote glitch. Which one's which one I don't think it? glitch is a novelty disc. I the think it's fly. it's legit. Blue, it's, it is a novelty disc. I don't know. It's been unironically bagged by a lot of people. I have a buddy that throws with amazing touch. He'll throw the glitch on his 200 feet on an in up shots. You struggle with 200 feet, so I get why you don't like the glitch. So I'm not calling it a novelty <laughs> disc quite yet. The tilt to me is a novelty disc, um, though it has some uses. Obviously, I think all of these discs have uses. Um, this is the first one to write it in. So who wrote tilt? Uh, I don't know who it is, so please let me know. Someone said Tyler Kleba. Did Tyler Kleba and Donna just win everything tonight? We're just sending them everything. Oh, Tyler. Fucking Tyler. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm getting boycotted. That's fine. And for the final giveaway, so this giveaway is for this team stamped MD3. 
there was a theme between my four. Well, actually, all of these discs. There's a theme between all of these discs. Um, if you can guess that theme, I'll give it to you real quick. Bam. They're all round. Bam. They are all circular. Oh, I can do this. Bam. Page. Bam. Bam. And They're not bam. all blue because one's pink. So if you guys can guess the theme, you win the Team Stamped MD3. So while you're thinking about that, cue is up. Colin, for your hot take of the year. So, when I'm thinking of hot takes, I think of uh, myself as a player, and I bring myself to the court. And I like to think about, uh, specifically when I was playing on the Pro Tour this year, how cutting stats are done needs to go. We need to get, get on the cutting stats. Because there's so many times that you're 15 feet away from the basket and literally have no putt. And it goes against your your circle one stats for some reason. Nobody knows why. It, it, there should be just a button in you. It would be this simple as having a button in you just saying you're pitching under the basket on purpose. That, that's all it would take is that that was a pitch up. And then we don't even need to change anything. But my, my change is that uh, at least on the pro tour level, we need to more – better signify what the green actually is because there are certain greens that missing 35 feet left of the basket is better than missing 15 to 20 feet the basket just because there's going to be an open lane if you miss left versus if you miss right you might be missing into a tree or a bush or whatever um and so i think we need to just kind of change the scope of how we look at putting in general and change the scope of how we look at circle one and circle two putting and uh yeah, that's my hot take. Change how we how we do putting statistics in general. I think I think the rest of our stats honestly do a pretty good job of telling the story, um, and you can kind of tie certain stats to wins, right? So you can go back and look at. Uh, think driving accuracy is the most important stat right now, if I if I remember correctly, like circle two and regulation. Um, basically just guarantees that you're going to be getting a lot of putts and at this level everybody can putt so whoever's giving themselves the most realistic opportunities at birdie is usually who's winning the tournament uh but as far as putting stats go my okay i'm a little salty about this one because my one miss during round one of bsf was literally a 25 foot pitch up and i mm. didn't get 100 circle one putting so I do agree with well, that. Like, I've looked at some of those statistics, and it's like obviously course dependent too. Because there's like some courses where they don't have that on the green, and you're fine. But there's some courses where you're just like, yeah, I'm 15 feet away, and I literally have no putt. I'm having to freaking yoga out just to lay it up, and even then, that's not you know sometimes good enough to to secure the easy tap in. Um, yeah, that's a I think a really good hot take. But I think that also like falls in the line of we need some. Like you said, clean up circle one, circle two. What is and justifying some of these things because I feel like that's a lot of the conversation too where um, they get to the jump putts. Should we extend this? Should we make baskets smaller? Should, like there's just so much confusion around the the direction that putting needs to take in order to be better implemented in the future. Um, so I like that hot take quite a bit. Mm. So... Um, I do want to go to my Tyler wins them all. Um, <laughs> these were all Oregon themed discs. This was Simon winning PDX Open. 
Bam, the cloud pleaser. This was Paige's tournament here in Oregon, obviously. Um, Sexton, Oregon superstar and current Oregon resident. Beaver State Fling. And local pro sponsored by Dismania, Justin Anderson. Uh, sold this to Buxton Woods, which is one of my gems of Oregon courses. Um, so this was sitting at Buxton on the sales rack that I ended up buying. So all Oregon themed. Good job, Tyler. Yeah. So this is a good send off. Thanks, guys, for the time and effort each of you gives this group. Wishing you all a very Merry Christmas and an incredible new year which will bring us to our closing thoughts. So let's go right to left. We'll start with Cody. Merry Christmas. Enjoy <laughs> disc golf. It's, it's 11 o'clock here. I got to teach at six. Enjoy some, enjoy some time off with your family and, and have some time with family and friends. Josh. Okay. All right. Um, I still stand by my statement that novelty discs are garbage and that Paul Macbeth screwed me this year um, by not playing in the tour. Uh, with that said, I super appreciate everyone's support this year. You know, we've, uh, we've grown um, in our viewership, which is awesome. You know, seeing growth is always a good direction to go. Uh, I want to thank CH sports for bringing us onto their page, which was awesome. And um, I want to thank Cody Paige, you can go for yourself, but everyone, you know, I want to, I, I want to thank everyone, but Paige, and I hope you all have a good holiday. Seconded. Third, I would also like to thank everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Paige is just staring um, blindly, just. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't know what to do with my hands. Ricky. No. Bell. Uh, wow, Josh just took off. Josh is like closing thoughts. I'm out. Just took off. Wow. Uh, there is lots of different ways to be working on your game. The excuse that it is cold outside isn't good enough anymore, guys. You can get a basket. You can get a muck to throw in. You can get there's there's lots of different training aids. Keep on working on your game. Coming from the person that's staying inside because I'm a fair weather golfer. You don't have to be out on the course right now to be getting better. Get better at your house. And enjoy the holidays. Bam. All right, which moves me to my closing thoughts. Um, I'm going to use it for one more hot take to end us on. I oh, think gosh. Prodigy is out of business in three to five years. Um, I think that's a little bit of a hot take, but I think they're on a general trend in a huge way. Um, with that... I do want to thank our 2023 sponsors. Um, there was a lot of you guys, and over the year, we've thanked all of them um, and continue to shout them out. So I do guys appreciate you all so much. Um, so if you want to show support our show, the best way is to go out and support our sponsors. Today, I want to highlight Soul Crusher because Manny hopped on. Um, so if you're feeling like you want to get your disc golfer buddy something cool, go hop over to Soul Crusher. They have amazing uh stamped discs they have amazing shirts and gear and manny's just an amazing human that's trying to find you know different ways to make a a lasting impact on the disc golf scene or in the disc golf scene so with that guys i'm looking forward to an amazing 2024 with you all 
Um, this was probably a, like more trying year, um, but I'm happy that we pushed through this year. I know sometimes uh, podcasts kind of when they meet some strife and turbulations, um, they just stop. And being able to push through some of that gets me kind of hope and excited for 2024. So everyone that tuned in tonight, whether it was live or if you listen to this on Spotify or, you know, one of our various things, please like and subscribe CH Sports. Go follow our Facebook page. Um, I'm looking forward to an amazing 2024 with you all. So with that, guys, happy holidays and keep jamming it in the rough. We'll see you next year. Yep.